0: but I am disappointed in the attorney general.
1: Yeah, of course, Chuck, I'm disappointed with the DNC.
0: Uh, I'm disappointed in the attorney general for numerous reasons, but we have an attorney general. I'm disappointed in the attorney general for many reasons, and you understand that.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Let's Make Fun Podcast here on N3Entertainment.com. The Not Normal Network. My name's Jeremy Balls, and, you know, I I wanted to kind of get this show started uh, because this week is all about disappointments. Um, We just got back from vacation, and dear God is it a kick in the balls? It's a kick in the Jeremy balls, literally, uh, to to come back from vacation. And to start off the show the way I did, um, I wanted to try to be ironic with it. It started off, that was all political crap, if you couldn't tell. Most of that was Trump talking about being disappointed. Um, and yeah, I hate politics. That was the most mind-numbingly dull show prep. And I'll... I'll Count that as show prep. I had to create that intro and dig through a gigantic amount of dull, boring, hunched over old white guys talking just to hear people try to say disappointed. And sometimes it said, like the the clip that I would click on said that somebody was going to say disappointed and they never said disappointed. So I just had to listen to a bunch of boring crap for minutes on end. And I couldn't find anything. So that's why the intro was a little bit shorter than normal. try to usually stretch it out a little bit longer. Um, But I just wanted to kind of show exactly what I'm talking about. So this was a clip. This clip was 11 minutes and 40 seconds long. Um, And it says, David Brooks disappointed Trump voters will contribute to Democrat title wave in midterm election which might be the most boring sentence that I've ever read. And technically, that's a headline, so maybe the bo- most boring headline I've ever read. Um, but when I was trying to listen to this, I wanted to just... I I pause this because I wanted to play it back to you. Um, and I'm sure if you're into politics, you've probably already shut this episode off because I've made fun of it so much already that you're probably like, just shut up, Jeremy. You don't know anything about politics. I don't want to hear your... Opinion on politics. And trust me, that will never be an episode. Unless I have somebody that really wants to be on an episode and like try to. The challenge for that episode could be, you know, keep me awake for an hour or however long the episode is. Uh, I feel like that would be a pretty good challenge for you. Um, It's the most boring nonsense ever that I've ever heard. Uh, Any time anybody talks about it, my eyes glaze over. And I'm uh, I'm stupid when it comes to that stuff. So I'm perfectly fine admitting that. I'm a very happy person because I'm not into politics. I'm sure people are very happy that are into politics. But I choose not to get into it. Um, but I thought I'd be funny and ironic starting this episode off with politicians talking about being disappointed. Um, but like I said, in the mind-numbingness of trying to find... Uh, old white people talk about talking about being disappointed. I found this clip um, and just wanted to play it for you. And the amount of words and terms and um, just nonsensical garbage coming out of this guy's mouth is exactly why I'll never be able to get into politics and why it doesn't make any sense to me. So listen to this um, and hopefully it makes sense to you. Uh, because it's the the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life
0: so if you so mark you you're disagree ready. disagree,
1: Can I disagree? Yeah, go ahead um
0: 1986 uh which was a, a an exemplary tax reform bill ronald reagan uh passed the senate 74 to 23 uh passed the house 296 to 132 um bipartisan overwhelmingly um and uh popular uh, and, uh, as President Reagan refused to sign anything that was not deficit-neutral, um, and, uh, Judy, historic. And that year, 1986, the Republicans lost control of the Senate, lost nine Senate seats. Uh, Democrats increased their majority in the House. Um, it, it is it is uh, it, it, in 1981, after President Reagan signed his, his then historic first tax uh, cut. Um, the same thing, the Republicans suffered. It, it, the, David's point is that they get a couple more bucks. I get 20 bucks more or 30 bucks more in my check.
1: Uh- so yeah, that was kind of, he starts saying words that I've heard of, so I stopped it there. Um, my God, is that actually stuff? He was. Just, it sounded like he was just like stopping a sentence and saying words that I've heard of bipartisan, but I don't know what the hell it means or why you would just blurt it out. He was like, eh, the doors on my house are a little bit uh, rusty right now, bipartisan. Uh, and then the other guy was like looking at him like, oh, yeah, I agree. And then the woman that was like the moderator, moderator whatever, um, was like, yeah, that's true. Uh, that sounds like that was, who was that? That was Mark Shields. So I don't know if that is uh, somebody you've heard of, but he looks like the perfect guy if you were to build a political person, uh, a, a, pro, a political man, um, and the woman kind of looks like a, you know, what you would think of, but yeah, this guy, he looks exactly like what you would picture a boring political guy would look like, and uh, he, he definitely didn't disappoint with his words. So thank you very much, uh, Mark Shields, for. Sp- bidding out some of the most boring things i've ever heard in my life again that might have sounded perfectly normal to you um maybe it would have made sense had i played this stuff before that to somebody but again because i don't know what any of it means i don't know where to have started with that clip because none of it made any sense i just started hearing him start saying stuff uh after the lady was talking and i was like what the hell is he saying he's not saying disappointed that's the only thing i wanted him to say And he never said it. And there was like seven minutes left of that, and I couldn't do it anymore. So, Um, But yes, you're welcome. That was the kind of crap I was trying to go through just to make a funny intro that lasted 10 seconds. (laughs) And now we're on uh, seven minutes of talking about politics, and that's not even the point of this episode. (laughs) So that's good. Um, But no, disappointments. We're talking about disappointments this week. Again, we got back from Orlando last week and it was a good vacation i mean it was a a week away it's always nice to get away and um for the most part i feel like we did a lot of standing in line we went to disney uh disney world obviously and universal studios slash islands of adventure both of them were very crowded it was you know it's still not summer it it's not summer yet, but it was like the perfect time, I guess, for people to go out there. I would have preferred it to have been a little less crowded. Surprise, surprise! Not like that's shocking news. I'm sure everybody would love for it to be not crowded when you go to these damn places. But no, it was it was hot. It was very humid. There was a girl that passed out in the in behind us in line at Universal Studios, um, and now we're back. And again, it was. It's it's nice to get out of town, uh, but I'd say about four or five days in, and we uh, we were only there, I mean, we were there for seven days total. We got there uh, Friday night, we left Friday night, and when you're in Florida and it is that hot and humid, which I'm assuming is just always, uh, it you kind of have to get out of it. Thank God the house that we had, like I said in the last episode, uh, or two episodes ago, it uh, did have a pool. It was a very nice. It was kind of a small pool uh, directly next to other pools that looked just like it, but it served its purpose, and it was kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of small, but it worked. It cooled me off. The house had air conditioning. <laughs> you know, pretty much everything you could ask for in a house, uh, but it was extremely hot, so it was very nice to get back to Denver um go outside and not feel like there was a dragon breathing on you just immediately like that was the thing. In Florida, if you're from Colorado or another dry climate area, something like that where you're not used to the humidity, the second you open a door, we were we had a the back sliding window door thing in the kitchen open and you would just walk past it and you could feel it. How is that even possible? That doesn't seem right. Like there's people living there and working there. Uh, I don't know. I just, again, I've never lived there. So I don't know. If, you have to get used to it, I would assume. But how could you? I don't know how you can move from a dry climate to somewhere like that and, and get used to it. I don't know if that's possible. I feel like it would be so miserable. You'd never be able to get used to it. It'd just You'd be mad all the time. Although, I don't know if you'd be able to get mad. I feel like you'd be so swampy and just disgusting feeling that you can't really have any emotion other than, oh my gosh, I just want to go home. And that's kind of how we felt after a few days there. Uh, so it is nice to be back. It is disappointing, again, to you know, have to go back to the real world, get up super early, go to work, uh, but that is life. That's what makes vacations what they are. If it were a constant vacation, you know, if you were never working and you just got to do whatever you wanted, there's nothing to really look forward to. So it's good. It's a very good thing. Uh, but I did want to get into that. I wanted to get into some of the disappointments uh, in life, some more disappointments that I've had. Uh, we'll get to those later. Kelsey gave me some pretty good disappointments that she had. Um, we didn't get a lot of uh, comments from social media, but we'll get to what we did have um, a little bit later as well we've got some music for you and uh you know we've got everything that we normally have here on the greatest podcast on earth the let's make fun podcast um so let's keep the show going with some stat corrections everybody makes mistakes wrong 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 am i wrong no you're not wrong. wrong 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 Sometimes you just need... STAT Corrections And as usual, it's not anything wrong. It's just something I forgot. So, and really it's not anything I forgot because this is a pretty new commercial. Recently we had a let's make fun of commercials episode. And there's a new commercial by aaron's rental furniture and i couldn't find the actual commercial because it's a the one i'm talking about is a radio commercial um, but i found one that was kind of similar it's a it's a tv commercial it's kind of similar it's got the same kind of really overall message that it's trying to portray let's take a listen to this aaron's commercial this one's a little bit better than the one that i heard on the radio it's not as cheesily like sad and dramatic but let's listen to it anyway and see if you could catch on to what i'm talking about i do have a small salary but a big sofa like this will rock the world (laughs) but i can afford this then the answer is yes and you can trust me i am a good person the answer is yes even though good isn't exactly how the credit people describe my credit score the answer is (laughs) yes yes at Aaron's, we're ready to say yes. We want you to be able to get top brands with an affordable monthly lease payment without credit and Aaron's low price guarantee. So get going. Get approved in-store or lease it online at Aaron's.com. The answer is yes. Aaron's is ready to help you own it. The answer is yes. So stupid. Um, so did you catch on to what I was talking about? Uh, I'm sure you didn't. You're not as cynical and <laughs> mad and over the human race as I am. Uh but what the thing is is that it's just like this one uh, the radio commercial talks about how if you have bad credit you're automatically a good person so you deserve to have something from Aaron's rental furniture as well and even in the stupid commercial it's talking about how there's like they like do some fake news broadcast where they're like and a for uh, the people form a a chain of hands to save the guy from the lake. It was like, oh yeah, all those people had bad credit. You could just tell because they're saving somebody. It made zero sense. So it was just like it, it was a very stupid stupid idea for a commercial. Stupid idea for really anything. And uh I just had to talk about it because it was a commercial that uh, it's pretty new and it didn't really I didn't really get to talk about it before. Um, But, yeah, that's kind of the only one that I had on this episode. Um, I couldn't think of any other commercials or anything from the past that we haven't gotten to, but I'm sure I will. So, don't you worry about it. Uh, So, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get to some of the things that I've found uh, to be quite disappointing, uh, some things that Kelsey's found, and then we'll get to the, the comments from social media as well when the Let's Make Fun podcast returns. we For one year now, the Denver Bruise Cruise has been a sponsor for the Not Normal Network. And to celebrate, Brent V and the DBC are offering you 10% off your next adventure to go cruising for a bruising mile-high style. Just visit DenverBruiseCruise.com And during checkout in the How Did You Hear About Us section, select beer for breakfast and type in promo code B4B2019 to get 10% off your next adventure on the Denver Brews Cruise to go cruising for a bruising mile-high style. Thank you. Called "How to Be Alone." Go find them on, <clears throat> excuse me, on Spotify. That's where I'm listening to them. You could also find them on Apple Music, HalfheartedU.S. Um, half, just Google Halfhearted, you would have find all of their music. It's everywhere. Just like the Let's Make Fun podcast, we're also on Spotify, YouTube, or not YouTube. Someday, I'm hoping at some point we'll be able to make like a, I don't know if it'll be a let's make fun show, like a TV show or some sort of like maybe sketch show or some sort of funny show that we could put on YouTube or maybe just on the Not Normal Network, have some videos and stuff like that too. I think it'd be funny. I think we could come up with some pretty good funny content. Actually, I already have a couple of good ideas, so that would be cool to try to get together. Uh, Like I was saying, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spreaker, or just go to n 3 entertainmentcom and you'll be able to find any sort of way you can listen. You can listen right from the website. You can uh, find links on there to listen on any of those platforms. We're everywhere, like I said, except for YouTube. We're not on YouTube yet. Uh, But also go listen to uh, Beer for Breakfast, also here on... The Not Normal Network and Fourth and 20. A uh, couple of great shows. And, you know, just like this one, we try to make you laugh, try to give you some good information on stuff. So uh, go check it out. Uh, so when we went to break, we were talking about some disappointments. That's what this episode's about. It's about all the disappointments in life. Um, and one more disappointment is the comments from social media. And now it's time for. Hey bro, do you do that, Sochmeed? Sochmeed? Comments from social media. That's right, comments from social media. And the reason I'm disappointed is because I only got one comment on comments from social media. I usually, when this happens, I feel like there's a reason for it. Um, I've been kind of out of town and stuff, so I haven't been able to keep up on social media. So I'm thinking people just didn't see it. Or they're just like thinking about their own vacation and they saw that I was disappointed and they're like, come on, Jeremy, we're not going to talk about being disappointed. It's summer. Most people act like they like summer, even though it's the worst time of year. Summer's cool for one reason, and it's vacation. It's hot you know, there's no football. I love baseball. I really do. But it's the only sport going right now. Literally. Basketball literally just ended, the NBA. Hockey ended yesterday. Now it's baseball. And again, I love baseball. I'm not saying I don't like baseball. But there's only one and i'm a huge sports fan. so when there's only one sport that i care about going on, i'd much rather have the fall cuz you've got you've got uh, football and baseball baseball's ending, uh, hockey and basketball are on the horizon. you've got spring where, you know, football isn't anywhere near, but you still at least have the playoffs of hockey and basketball and and baseball starting. or you've got winter where, you know, Hockey, baseball, and football, or hockey, basketball, and football are all just going at it. So, summer is the worst time of year for sports and really just about everything. I also like to go snowboarding, kind of hard to do that. Although, A Basin is still open. It's June 13th right now, and A Basin is still open. It'll probably still be open until July. It's insane. Uh, so, yeah, dis- I'm, a dis- I'm disappointed. And, uh, I'm a, again, I'm disappointed we only got one, but that's okay. Uh, so what I said on, on social media was, <clears throat> coming back from vacation and getting back to the real world is quite disappointing. What are some things that you've been disappointed in in your life? What movie, live show, kiss from an attractive person was the most disappointing that you can remember? I mean, the only one I got... Was kind of a nice one. I mean, really. It's from my cousin, Katie Allen. She says, of course you would go right when I wasn't there. Um, She's referring to she lived in Florida and then just moved back to uh, Missouri. So uh, she said I was rude. And I told her we waited for her to leave before we went to Florida. You know, that's kind of what you do. Kind of want to avoid people. (laughs) No, not at all. It just happened to be that's when we decided to take our vacation. Um, but yeah, and that was another thing. She didn't really like say that that's what she was disappointed in. She was just kind of like talking about how she was mad about that. So maybe more mad than disappointed. I was just taking it as disappointment just because it kind of ties along with this episode. So I'll take it. Thanks, Katie. I'll take it anytime. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously uh what we we do have to get to now um some of the other stuff like that I'm actually disappointed in and what Kelsey's disappointed in um, there's just there's been a few things in my life that I've kind of gotten to there were there were cool things in my life that I was able to do um I did pest control. That's not like the cool thing. (laughs) Like, this is the thing that I did that got me to do the cool thing that I'll tell you here in a second. Um, And also, side note, we're trying to still get Nick Vasquez to be on the show so we could talk about pest control. He was supposed to be my very first guest ever. um, And then something came up, and then, (laughs) you know, almost 30 episodes later, we still haven't gotten him on. Uh, But it's hard. It's hard to keep up with with everybody. He's got like 45 kids. Uh at least the last time I checked, he might be up to 71, 72 by now. Uh but no, I I think that'll be good. But you know, so anyway, I, I did pest control um and I was able to meet some players. Uh some some former play uh football players for the Broncos. One of them was Jake Plummer. Um and it's not anything bad. I mean, I I feel like I can say Jake Plummer because it's not like he had cockroaches or anything like that you know he had a wasp nest in his basement in his crawl space anybody can get that it had nothing to do with his like he didn't have a gross house or anything like that they were perfectly clean um it was amazing so when i knocked on the door i noticed that the the ticket said something plumber i can't remember what his wife's name was she was very nice awesome lady But it was a while ago, I can't remember. She didn't play for the Broncos, so I can't, you know, it's it's not as easy to remember as one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. Um, So I didn't put two and two together, ever thinking that it could have possibly been Jake Plummer's wife. Uh, I just went to the house. I knocked on the door. She answered the door, and she started talking to me, and she's like, yeah, we've got some wasps down in the crawl space. We don't really know how they got in there, where they're, you know, where they're going, where they're coming from. Um, So... If you can, my husband's on the phone right now, but he'll kind of show you really where they are. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I was just standing there in the foyer, and uh, the man was right in front of me. He was, like, turned around. I couldn't really see anything. Uh, Finally turned around, and I was like, oh, my good God. And that's what he was. He was a God to me. Not a God. That's a little bit much. But he was amazing. I loved Jake Plummer. Other than my friend Andreas, we were like the only ones that I know of that I can remember that actually liked him at the time when uh, Jay Cutler uh, was was just drafted, and Mike Shanahan wanted to bring in Jay Cutler and kind of ruin Jake Plummer's life. Really, I mean, he was doing perfectly fine. They were do they were st- they still had a winning record. They, I think, they lost a couple games in a row. And Mike Shanahan decided to take Plummer out, put Cutler in, and that was the end of Jake Plummer in I think in football. I don't know if he played again after that. He might have played for another team, but um for the Broncos anyway. He never played for the Broncos again and it, I was pissed. Uh, but anyway, I loved Jake Plummer. And so to be able to see him in person was insane. I wasn't even expecting it, you know. Maybe it was better because I probably would have been shaking and freaking out the entire time on my way over there and like probably over sprayed cologne or I don't know why I would have wanted to impress a man that is married to a woman when I'm also attracted to women. Wasn't married at the time. Um, But, you know, you want to impress your your idols. And uh, so he, you know, he turned around, he shook my hand. He's like, all right, let's go downstairs. You know, and and then he showed me, and there we were in his crawl space, just crouching together. You know, it's like, I wanted to, like, get in front of him and, like, grab the wasp nest and, like, hike it to him. And, you know, but it would have been weird. I probably would have gotten stung a bunch. And he probably would not have. He probably would have been, thought that was weird. But I thought that would have been a cool thing to do with Jake Plummer. But, no, my disappointment is I never said anything to him. And... I've, I i do not know. I feel like, I just always feel like I don't want to bother a famous person. Um, he's pretty famous. I still think, you know, he, he's not like a super famous in the world type person, but locally and in, really in the NFL world, he's a pretty famous guy. Um, so, you know, as a professional, I was trying to just be, be there to do my job. I didn't want to impose too much, but I mean, he probably would have given me something not that I needed anything. I just wanted him to know like, Hey, you were awesome. You're still awesome. I hope you realize how good of a quarterback you were. And hopefully you, you hear this, um, Jake, if you hear this message me on Facebook, please, uh, or somewhere and let's meet up for coffee and I'll, I'll snap you that wasp nest that I never got to. Um, but no, that was one. Uh, Another one that I got to meet was Drew Goodman, uh, somebody that you probably don't know unless you're a a local Rockies fan. Um, He's been doing the Rockies television broadcasts for as long as I can remember. Um, And another person I met through my pest control company. And he, again, I'm not telling you people that like, You know, I went to their house and there were just like cockroaches everywhere because they were disgusting and dirty. These were just people that were, you know, like Drew Goodman was just a guy that had pest control outside. He lived on a kind of a field, like in a field, and he wanted to keep any sort of rodents or anything like that out. So uh, his house was perfectly clean. I never even saw the inside of it because they didn't ever have any issues. Um So that just shows how good I was, really. It wasn't anything to do with how dirty they are. I was just an amazing pest control guy. Uh, But anyway, he, I knew that he was the the owner of that house, but his wife was the one on the ticket, and she was the only one I ever dealt with. Uh, She was, again, very awesome, nice lady. I was very happy to talk with her every single time because she was so nice. Um, And again, never really dealt with anybody but her. Uh, but one day I rang the bell and I normally have like, when, when I did pest control, I would go buy, um, dog treats, dog biscuits for, you know, if I, if I knew a client had dogs, I'd fold the paper up in a way that I would be able to put the, the dog treat inside the paperwork and either hand the paperwork to the customer or put it in their door. If nobody was home, um, and that day I, you know, I folded it up and i figured that his wife would come to the door and I'd give it to her or I would just put it in the door because nobody would most of the time nobody would answer um and lo and behold there's Drew Goodman opens the door and I was flustered I was like good lord I knew you lived here but I never thought I'd ever actually see you and again I didn't say anything to him instead what I said was uh here's your biscuit uh and he was like, he looked at it and he was like, biscuit. And he has like a New York accent. Although he says he's from New York. He really doesn't have a New York accent. It's kind of like, he must have lived, he might have lived here too long now. And he doesn't really have that much of an accent. It's kind of there, but it's not. But yeah, he's just like, biscuit, you know. And I can't really do his voice. But he was very confused. And I don't blame him because it didn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I, was just, I I'd bake biscuits for everybody. And I put them in this paper. So here you go. Uh, But no, what I meant to say if I wasn't flustered and like freaked out and just drawing blanks was, here's your dog treat for your dogs. (laughs) But of course, um, I said biscuit. And another time that I didn't say anything to another one of my idols. One of the people that got me into wanting to be in broadcasting. And again, didn't say anything, so... Drew, if you hear this or if you know, if, if somebody that is listening to this knows him, let him know. I love him and he does a great job. I'm sure people don't tell him that enough. He needs to hear it from some guy doing a podcast. Uh, but no, those are just a couple of stories. Uh, we'll take another break real quick and we'll get back to some more stories and some of Kelsey's stories that she wanted to say as well when the Let's Make Fun podcast returns. Yeah. Nothing says summer like hot babes, cheesy 80s hair metal, and listening to a bunch of dudes talking about stuff.
0: That's hot. That's hot. That's hot.
1: That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. So go check out 4th and 20, Beer for Breakfast, and Let's Make Fun. All on the Not Normal Network. N3Entertainment.com That
0: was hot.
1: Falls. The song's called Branson the Bear. It's a cool little beat at the beginning, huh? And then it gets into the rock. I like it. Again, Branson the Bear by As Fire Falls. Go find them on Spotify as well. YouTube, Google Play Music, Deezer, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, and AsFireFalls.com. Yeah. They've got a lot of different songs on Spotify and stuff, so uh, that's where I'm listening right now, so go check them out. Go check out all of the shows on the Not Normal Network as well on Spotify, or whatever your favorite platform is, whatever whatever you listen to your favorite podcasts on. Go find them all, including this one, the Let's Make Fun Podcast. My name's Jeremy Sturdifant. I have just one more um, that I could think of that I wrote down. Um, Disappointment that has now turned into, um, and it's, actually, it's a couple of them. That, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff, um, and I kind of wanted to get to this at the towards the end too, because uh, at the end of this show, we'll have a top ten list of the most disappointing movies of all time, and I have a couple that weren't on the list because I feel like the reason I was so disappointed in them was because there were well one of them was so overhyped uh really pretty much any movie i've seen that has been so overhyped that it just can't live up to the expectations um and one of those movies is super bad and that was a movie that it took me a long time to go see i don't know why uh i mean when it came out i wasn't you know really <laughs> doing very well as far as money so it kind of makes sense i didn't go see it in theaters or anything like that i think we rented it or it was on tv i don't know what it was okay leave me alone but when i first saw it i was like this isn't that funny like there are funny parts just like any comedy that you know isn't made by i don't know adam sandler anymore it had funny parts but this one was like, it was just so overrated. And just like The Hangover. Just like, I mean, there are so many movies that are, um, they're not that good. There are a few movies that I've seen, and maybe it's it's got to be that thing. It's got to be, maybe I'm a hipster. You know, I don't want to just go see a movie because it's super famous at the time. And I don't want to act like I like a movie because everybody else does. But for the most part, the like Superbad Hangover, like people saw it and saw those movies and said they were the the greatest things they'd ever seen in their lives. And I was again I was disappointed. Now, especially on Superbad, I have since come around. That movie is quite funny. The acting is superb. Uh, and it's just awkward. It's everything you need in a comedy. I just I don't know why I didn't see that. When it first came out, again, I think it was, I kind of had it overblown in my head and was expecting something totally different. I don't know what I was expecting. It was a perfectly good, it was a a very well-made movie. Uh, Nothing was wrong with it. It it, it was just, it was bad timing. I should have just seen it when when everybody else saw it, and I didn't. So that was my fault. Um, The Hangover, I still, I mean, it's all right. It's... I remember when that came out, people were talking about how it's funnier than Wedding Crashers and Old School, and it's just, no, it's not at all. It's still not. It's okay, and it's only okay because of Zach Galifianakis, whatever the hell his name is. He's really funny. He's really funny in most things he's in, I think. Uh, But that movie is not that great. I thought it was mediocre, and still do. And that happens a lot with movies. I feel like there's a lot of movies that you know, I I wait to see, um, and then when I see them, they're okay, and then they kind of grow on you. Uh, The new Dumb and Dumber, that's another one. Uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 is with... Yeah, T-O, I believe is how they spelled it. Not the one that came out where it was like two totally different people. They were like the kids. I think one of them was the guy from... Uh, was it the guy from House of a Thousand Corpses? Um, Either way, one of them's very famous, not very famous, but I can't think of his name right now. But um, one of the guys is pretty famous. The the guy that played Lloyd, uh, Jim Carrey's role, is somewhat famous now, but not that movie. That movie sucked and still sucks. But the second Dumb and Dumber, I remember when it came out, I didn't like it at all. I was very upset. I was, you know, again, I was like, Dumb and Dumber is one of the funniest movies of all time, and I saw it at a very impressionable age. <laughs> I saw it a lot. I watched it probably more than any movie. Maybe Happy Gilmore. I may have watched more, uh, but because Dumb and Dumber for a while there was on TV almost every day too. On top of the fact that I had it on tape. That's right, VHS baby. It was just it was the best. And when this this next one came out. Uh, I remember hearing Jeff Daniels talking about how it had the funniest script he's ever read in his life, um, which I shouldn't have read too much into because most of the movies he's in aren't comedies. Like, he's in arachnophobia, which is kind of a comedy. Speed, um, kind of a side character in Speed, not a comedy. Uh, But really, yeah, and the TV shows he's in aren't really funny, so I shouldn't have read into it too much, but the, the movie itself... I again, I think I over blew it too much, overhyped it, and it didn't live up to the expectations that i I put on it. Uh, but then when I saw it, it was hilarious or when I kept watching, it, it was hilarious. like it's got a lot of little small parts in it that are just that maybe you don't notice or something. I don't know, it just it happens a lot in movies. um so now I'm just rambling about movies um but it happens a lot, so I just wanted to point that out. Um, And then, yes, so we did have a couple from Kelsey as well. Um, She's not going to talk. I just wrote them down for her. Uh, One of them is, the first one is becoming an adult. I think we could all agree with that. Being an an adult sucks. Uh, You have way too many responsibilities. You don't get to take Christmas the same way. And as you've learned throughout this show, I am obsessed with Christmas. Um, I still, I don't think I like Christmas as much as I did as a kid, which is kind of hard to believe, uh, because I still am obsessed and I love it more than anything. Um, but you know, becoming an an adult makes you have to go buy presents for everybody else instead of just sitting in the awesome Christmas lights that your house is, is under and, uh, staring at the Christmas tree. It's it's an amazing feeling, but it still is, so it's not too bad. But yeah, becoming an adult and seeing the way the world is is, is not fun. Uh, zip lining was another thing that she wanted to mention. We did one, and it might be different if we did one like over a jungle or, I don't know, like maybe a, a terrifying one that was like the world's highest zip line or something. We did one in Manitou Springs here in Colorado, and it was right off of a highway. Not really, not a highway. It's off of a, a road going up to Man, up through Manitou Springs. Um, and then you kind of drive back into this cliff. Um, and it was like five or six different zip lines that you went on. And none of them were really that scary. The only scary part of it was, uh, it didn't even happen to us. It would happen to, like, we did it with a, a group of, like, four other people or something like that, six other people, maybe. But the The instructors, the guides told us not to put your hands like too high up or anything because it might knock off the the track that you're rolling on. Uh, and what does the lady do on like the first, I think it was the first the first zip line. She puts her hands up. and like is I'm assuming it's because she was scared. It had to have been something like that. Like she was scared, so she like just reacted, put her hands up to hold on. And it knocked her freaking wheel off of the line. Luckily, you have like a secondary strap that's it's like a carabiner that's like on the line on top. So, luckily, that somehow held and she didn't die in front of us. Because it was a pretty good cliff. It wasn't a giant cliff. It wasn't, you know, the Grand Canyon. But, I don't know, 100 foot, 100 foot drop maybe? I, I don't know. I'm terrible at distance. But it was a good drop. And she was just dangling there by a carabiner and a small ro- rope tied to her little whatever the hell we had to wear around our crotches. Um, and then the guy had to climb out there by, with his hands uh, because he couldn't put a, a, a zipline wheel on and like zipline down to her and hit her. He had to climb out there hand over hand. It was terrifying. I thought we were gonna see her die because she had no momentum. like he put the zip line back on, and I think he just pushed her and she had to go. I can't I can't remember exactly how it went. I wish Kelsey was here because maybe she would remember better. but yeah, that was the scariest part of the zip line. It was very, very lame, quite the bummer. Um, so I mean, I, I don't know, if you haven't gone zip lining, maybe if you and if you want to, don't do it over really short canyons i don't know it just wasn't our it wasn't cool it wasn't it wasn't what we thought it would be and it was expensive (laughs) that's another thing um kelsey also had a movie that she wanted to talk about inception yes inception was like a movie she was obsessed with seeing she kept seeing the previews kelsey if you know her at all she watches a crap load of movie previews like every night she has the imdb app So, anytime a new movie preview comes out, it like pops up on her phone. She watches them, um, and sometimes she gets super into a certain movie, and that was one of them. And she really wanted to see it, and it looked really cool. And it turned out to be three hours of just nonstop confusion of people. Going inside of dreams, inside of another dream, inside of this dream, and that dream, and we just have to do one more layer, I swear, and that'll fix it. And I wanted to kill myself. It was horrible. And I think I fell asleep a few times. It's just one of those stupid pretentious movies where it's like, oh, you didn't get it? Well, then you just don't understand. I, I don't know how to explain it to you. Mostly because I don't understand it either, but I'm not going to explain it to you. So, yeah, it was just stupid. Again, I'm sorry if you liked that movie and you understood it perfectly, but you're lying to yourself. It didn't make any sense. Lastly, we've got Taylor McGregor. Taylor McGregor is... Going back to Rocky's announcers, um, she's like the new sideline lady slash back-at-the-studio lady. Um... Again for the Colorado Rockies, she is the daughter of the late Kelly McGregor, who was the uh, president of baseball for the Colorado Rockies. Um, he passed away in uh, 2010, I believe. I, can't believe. I can't remember exactly when it was, but it was right around when the Rockies were, you know, starting. To you know, do really well, they had just gone to the World Series a couple years before that, and yeah, so he passed away, and she is now writing the coattails of her late father's greatness, and somehow still has a job. I tried finding clips um I've been trying to find clips of her for a long time because she's so horrible um Apparently everybody's in love with her because she keeps getting jo- like she keeps not getting fired like she should. She is so horrible trying to talk. Like, I know I'm not the greatest, but I'm also not getting paid and I don't get paid uh probably way too much to do it. Um she literally fumbles over her words any chance she gets. So if you ever have a chance to watch a Rockies game, Um, please, for the love of God, try to see if Taylor McGregor is one of the reporters because I swear to you she will mess something up. She has a horrible uh, Ray Romano-esque, Kermit the Frog-esque type voice, and it's just not good. And on top of that, she she fumbles every single line she tries to say, and it's horrible. And then she talks about, when I was growing up, I saw... Uh, Larry Walker in the locker room and, uh, he took my silver spoon out of my mouth. And so, uh, so I could talk to him and it was really nice of him. I, and that was, that was way better than what she does. Like she has a worse voice than that. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of both of our disappointments that every single time we watch a Rockies game that she's there. Like, how do you keep getting work? How do you keep not getting fired? It makes no sense. So thanks to Kelsey for giving me a few as well. Uh, we'll take one more quick break and we'll get to a list of the top 10 most disappointing movies of all time. And we'll see if you agree, uh, because there's some pretty good ones. Uh, not really. I mean, they all suck, it seemed, uh, but they're pretty famous ones. So we'll see if you agree with them when the Let's Make Fun podcast returns.
0: Bad one, Bad with, but she can't be my main i don't smoke that quarter pound like it's nothing so let's capitalize make a song and advertise they sabotage and we satisfy. eating good lately i swear i've been having this appetite now i'm going close to close some card is that travel life Past the week, then past the mic let me ride now i'm feeling woken bro baby's gonna pull up on me hope she don't hit me with the okie doke you just know we smoke the most Most gon' roll that dope. Hit me up when you're getting low Just read up on Mo I got a bag on me, but it won't last Homie, get hit with the quicks Johnny Debra rolling up the lift ticket I landed, he picked me up with it And now we riding high Double and rollin' through the city That we love to visit Keep it G and then they thankin' me For coming with it Cause I done smoked, smoked a, a quarter pound Quarter pound In two days Two days Two
1: days I done smoked <laughs> We here at the Not Normal Network have class. Oh my god, somebody just came to the door and told me they're opening a brewery across the street. Like, hell yeah. dignity. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna, like, smell, like, absolute crap, like you actually pooped on your pants and, like, put them on. And style. It's a way to help them improve themselves if they want to, but it's not forcing them into... Or into giving up cocaine if they use it to relax after a long day no no no, no, no. cocaine is not healthy uh, yeah listen to beer for breakfast let's make fun and fourth and 20 all shows you can only find here on the not normal network charmed i'm sure
0: I just smoked a quarter pound, quarter pound in two days, two days, two days. I just smoked a quarter pound, quarter pound in two days, two days, two days. I just smoked a quarter pound, quarter pound in two days, two days, two days. Two days. I smoked a quarter pound, quarter pound in two
1: days, two days. Higher than
0: astronomics, still breathing like aeroponics Fluid like hydroponics, from soil I am the chronic Crossbred with lemon tree, messages in my melody Rockin' I up in
1: That's the Raptor, Quarter pound, pound by Johnny Denver J-A-H-N-I Denver Go find him on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube Again, he's everywhere And if you couldn't tell, I think he likes weed Um, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but yeah, Johnny Denver, go check him out. Just like everybody here on the not normal network, we're on Spotify. Go check out beer for breakfast, fourth and 20 and the let's make fun podcast. If this is the first time you've listened, thank you so much for joining. My name's Jeremy Sturdifant. Sometimes I go by Jeremy Balls. It kind of depends on if I remember. That's what I call myself sometimes. And uh, we're talking about disappointments. Right now, we're going to get to a list that I found uh, on the Google. It's the top10s.com's list of the top 10 most disappointing movies. Um, I was going to... I've been trying to find a list that had a little bit more movies that I'd actually seen, but I'm starting to, like, these lists must be very accurate, because most of the ones that I've seen are, like, pretty much the same movies over and over again, Um, and unfortunately, for the most part, I haven't seen a lot of these, Uh, but I did find one that had, like, some quotes um, from reviews from kind of, like, random people, so... I'll read the I'll I'll read one of the quotes. There's like a lot of quotes underneath each movie, um, in this top ten list. But I'll I'll read one of them, uh, kind of give you an idea of what the movie is about, what kind of happened. I don't know if there'll be any spoilers. Um, so if you wanted to see any of these movies that I'm about to list, and you are worried there's going to be a spoiler, then, I don't know, turn this episode off. I don't know. I don't know what you want to do with your life. Uh, These movies are probably all somewhat old, so you probably should have seen them already. That's what I always say. Until I see a movie that's been out for like 20 years and I've never seen it, and I like get pissed if somebody tells me the end. Uh, But it's easy to say, right? Like, you should have seen this already. It's been out for 45 years. What's your problem? It's not my fault I ruined it for you. Uh, So let's just get to the list, Damn it! all right? Number 10 is Transformers Revenge of the Fallen uh here's a spoiler i've never seen a single transformers movie my wife kelsey says the first one is very good but i doubt it i know megan fox is in it and she's like the that like that scene where she's like bent over the car or something maybe not bent over but she's like wearing short shorts i don't know that part seemed good but i can't get into these kinds of movies just like the freaking marvel and dc movies i just i can't can't do it we've been watching a lot of marvel movies recently so i feel like i've kind of made good on that like i can make fun of them because i've seen a lot of them recently so um so transformers revenge of the fallen one of the quotes says this was the worst transformers movie ever to be honest part four was not bad and way better than this how come the critics say this was better than four uh I don't know. I don't know what that means. Sorry, random quote. Um, another one says, I'll, I'll read two because that one's kind of short. This movie was really stupid and tried to focus on explosions and childish humor than focus on Sam going to college. It's not really worth watch because the two robots are racist and annoying. The movie had nothing new to offer. The humans are annoying and stubborn, and the camera angles are so bad they can give you motion sickness. Uh, so that's just part of the quote. So if you've been waiting to see Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, just know it's the 10 worst movie of all time. Not not worst, most disappointing movie. I don't know if there's a difference, really, uh, because I'm sure, like, seriously, you thought, like, you had high hopes for Transformers Revenge of the Fallen? I don't know which episode that was. Did that just tell me? Like, was that part three or five or something? But there's no way you were like, Super excited for it! It's a movie about Transformers that they've probably already made five times by the time this one came out. <sighs> Number nine, 2012, another one I didn't see. Um, yeah, this is like a movie about the end of the world or something. Ugh. I just I don't get these kinds of movies. There's one good movie about the end of the world, but it's more of like a zombieish type movie uh, that I liked. I am Legend with Will Smith. I thought that one was pretty good. I kind of like most post-apocalyptic type movies. Um, But that's kind of a lie because I'm so over the zombie movie. There have been so many of them. And that's why I kind of liked I Am Legend is because it's not really. It's kind of a different take on it. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, 2012. Here's a quote. This movie is a joke. One, it was made by someone who actually believed the world would end in 2012. Two, hey, let's make a calendar out of stone. But we have to go up to the 21st century. Three, why do people believe in these stupid end-of-the-world dates? It would only happen in World War Three or some other disaster. Oh, and there's no such thing as the rapture. Four, shut up about the end of the world and enjoy your life now. yeah that sounds like something I would have said. Good job, random quote. Uh, number eight. This movie I saw recently uh, and don't remember much of. <laughs> but... Uh, It's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's this one I can kind of get. Indiana Jones hadn't been made for a long time, since, what, the early 90s? And they decided to come out with a new one, and I think they're coming out with another one still, like a couple maybe. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. There's a couple of of really short ones, uh, short quotes here. Uh, This letdown, and when I say quotes, I don't know why I keep saying quotes. I guess they're kind of quotes. They're reviews uh, by random people. So that's cool. Uh, This letdown is bigger than the boulder he ran away from in the first movie. Another one says, I still think this is a bit underrated. Hey, a bit underrated. Huh. I like this new Indiana Jones movie, but with Shia LaBeouf, no. What? What? What was wrong with Shia LaBeouf in that movie? What is okay, people are stupid. Um, no, this movie I did see, so um I just I I remember it. So Kelsey, again, said that she didn't like it, uh, spoilers. It kinda tells you at the beginning of this movie that it's about aliens. <laughs> so hey, I said spoiler. Uh so it's your fault if you kept listening. Um It's about aliens and i don't see what the big deal is about that like did you see the first two there's a part where a guy like rips a heart out of a chest and the guy was still like first off okay I, i shouldn't have even had to keep saying anything a guy ripped a heart out of a chest he like just put his fingers through it's not like he like punched through or like had saw hands or edward scissor hands and punched through he just like pushed his fingers through a guy's chest and, uh, took the heart out, um, so it's not a series of movies about a bunch of believable events, so what does it matter that this one's about aliens? I don't know, I, but I, I heard, I've heard that a lot about that movie, that it was a big disappointment, but I disagree, I thought that one was perfectly fine, uh, number seven, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, I didn't see this one, again, I, uh, I can't stand superhero movies or comic book movies, if you will. Uh, Some quotes or reviews, if you will. Extremely, wow, this person's smart. Extremely a waste from such a big buildup and expectations. Uh, No one thought this was going to be bad, but apparently it was. Uh, uh, after the mediocre Man of Steel, I was sure that Batman Five Super uh, Five—it's <laughs> a V—that Batman versus Superman. Usually, there should be like an S there after the V. Uh, versus Superman would be an improvement, especially with Affleck and Terryo coming on board. Never would have get. Never would have I. Never would I have guessed it could have been so much worse. I don't know. I can't remember what I've heard about that. I think Kelsey actually liked that. i don't know that might be on the stat corrections uh number six twilight it just says twilight i don't know if it means all of them or just the uh the first one but i bet it's all of them (laughs) again spoiler those movies looked horrible uh the worst movie ever made destroying all of the typical and rich vampire traits Uh, wow i just kept waiting for something cool to happen it never did primo waste of time primo Nice. I like that. Uh, Number five, Dangerously Close. Hmm. Never even heard of that movie, and it almost seems like nobody else has either because nobody put any reviews on it. So, what? That one's kind of confusing. John Stockwell, Casey Lowell, Madison Mason, Bradford Bancroft. Is this a porn those last two names are very porn-esque. J. Eddie Peck? Come on. That's a porn. Somebody accidentally put a porn on this. How could that be disappointing? All right, number four, The Last Airbender. Didn't see that one either. Looked stupid as hell. Uh, this was never a real movie. It was made by the hate-dom. What? hate dum? It was made by the hate dum. Not even someone who wanted money, trash, unlike the real show, of course. Apparently, the last airbender was a great show, but a horrible movie. Number three: the God The Godfather," Part three. Again, yes, I've heard of this one. Haven't seen it. I only saw the first one. I've heard the second one's better than the first one. and the first one was already meh. Like, there's so long. And they're so old. (laughs) I'm sure that's blasphemy, but it's just, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to see it again. I think I saw that in high school, and maybe I was too young. I bet I'd like it now. Uh, But I didn't see the third one. How can you possibly live up to those first two? Everybody seemed to love those first two. So I feel bad for Godfather Part 3. Here's some, some quotes here. Seriously, what did you expect? Rather silly to think the grand stories and productions of the first two could ever be approached again. See? told you. How could that be possible? Uh, this next one says, it wasn't disappointing. I liked the movie. It was real conflict to it. Um, yeah, so it doesn't seem like this one was a big disappointment after all, uh, but maybe just because of the first two, it's a big disappointment. It's got to be. Uh, number two, Spider-Man 3. This says, uh, yeah, the sequel performed poorly at the box office. Was this really the best they could do? Uh, Yes, it was different from the other two, but does anybody agree that Spider-Man 3 was a masterpiece compared to The Amazing Spider-Man 2? (sighs) I didn't see any of those. Sorry. (laughs) Again, I'm telling you, most of these lists had a lot of these movies. Again, and again, 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 I typed in disappointing movies. Not worst movies of all time. Just movies that had probably too much buildup, and were then disappoint disappointing to the gigantic nerds that apparently watched them all because they're all giant nerd movies. Like number one, Star Wars One: The Phantom Menace. Again, not not a movie I've seen. I think I saw, I think I saw The Empire Strikes Back when I was a child. My grandma got the, me the the VHS version of it fell asleep uh then kelsey wanted to watch one of the newer ones within the last couple years it is currently 2019 uh so uh, we saw those newer ones a couple of them bore the hell out of me they are not good i don't know how anybody likes these movies uh again but i'm not i'm not their i guess their prime target audience uh, but, yeah, I guess Star Wars 1 The Phantom Menace is the most overrated or most disappointing movie. Uh, one of the quotes says, personally, I think it's the best of the prequels and would have it would have been better without Jar Jar. See, that's where I think it is. I think it's, be- yeah, all of these say Jar Jar Binks, all of these little reviews. I think a lot of people hated Jar Jar Binks, and that's the only reason that people say they hate this movie. It's got to be. Um, but it makes sense, because these movies were all in the top top ten. So, I guess it was consistent. <laughs> but yeah, that's the list. Thank you all so much for sticking around for the entire episode. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to go to N3Entertainment.com. Click around, look at all the shows, look at all the pictures. Go follow N3 Entertainment on Instagram. Go follow the Let's Make Fun page on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Get involved in each episode so you can give me some of your input so I can read your name and uh, your comment. It'll be a grand old time. So thanks again to everybody for listening. Thanks to Johnny Denver, Half-Hearted and As Fire Falls. And as always, whatever time of day it is, have a great rest of your day.